0: Welcome to the Audible edition of the Harvard Business Review for February 2003. In this edition, we'll focus on four feature articles and at the end provide executive summaries for the rest of this month's stories. First, a look at why bad projects are so hard to kill. Then, sharpen your skills in identifying who's bringing you hot ideas and how are you responding. Third, learn to negotiate in the spirit of the deal rather than the economic bottom line. And fourth, explore how to build a trusting company by looking at the enemies of trust within your organization. Let's begin with Isabel Royer's article titled, Why Bad Projects Are So Hard to Kill. No one comes to work saying, I'm going to pursue a project that will waste my company millions of dollars, so, what are they really thinking when they're doing exactly that? The answer may surprise you. You can still find them on eBay, sleek and gleaming video disc players with LP-sized discs. The product, RCA's Selectivision, one of the biggest consumer electronics flops of all time. But it isn't simply the monumental failure in the marketplace that makes the Selectivision story worth remembering. It's that RCA insisted on plowing money into the product long after all signs pointed to near certain failure. When the company developed its first prototype in 1970, some experts already considered the phonograph-like technology obsolete. Seven years later, with the quality of VCRs improving and digital technology on the horizon, every one of RCA's competitors had abandoned video disc research. Even in the face of tepid consumer response to Selectivision's launch in 1981, RCA continued to develop new models and invest in production capacity. When the product was finally killed in 1974, it had cost the company an astounding $580 million and had tied up resources for 14 years. Companies make similar mistakes, if on a somewhat more modest scale, all of the time. Of course, hindsight is 20-20. It's easy after the fact to criticize bold bets that didn't pay off. But too often, managers charge ahead in the face of mounting evidence that success is pretty well unachievable. Why can't companies kill projects that are clearly doomed? Is it just poor management? Bureaucratic inertia? My research has uncovered something quite different. Hardly the product of managerial incompetence or entrenched bureaucracy The failures I've examined resulted, ironically, from a fervent and widespread belief among managers in the inevitability of their project's ultimate success. This sentiment typically originates, naturally enough, with a project's champion. It then spreads throughout the organization, often to the highest levels, reinforcing itself each step.